on the line the founder of hashtag South Africa Conrad uh, Travis Davis on a Thursday happy Thursday Conrad good morning this morning thank you for joining us good morning Manla thanks for having me good morning listeners are you well sir I'm good I'm good it's uh actually still in the morning but it's, it's some good listening some good music that you played so having a good start to the day day 49 and how does it feel and obviously what the president said last night how does that feel you know day, day 49 you know being in digital media um, our work has has really shifted but our basic day-to-day operations hasn't really much changed it has been a bit difficult so, uh, personally the limitations but you know i think as south africans uh we got to be obedient to what, what these lockdown measures are. And um, in the long run, it's going to be a benefit to all of us. Short-term um, cutbacks in all our lives, but uh, in the end, it's about still living through this. So, yeah, you know, I'm trying to remain positive, trying to remain positive through it all. How has it been for you, Andra? A little rough. I've gotten old, man. I've aged. 49 days later, I've old, aged almost 365 days one time. <laughs> In the tech space, though, are you facing the challenges in the tech space as a business, as a hobby, and many other facets of it? Are the challenges similar to everybody else in industry? You know, looking back, personally, from my opinion, when, when I started Hashtag South Africa uh, back in 2011, about nine years ago, um, we started on the backbone of technology when all other industries were growing. So it seems as as time went on and we've built up the momentum and ramped up abilities, uh, it's kind of given us a bit of a cushion, I would say. I wouldn't say across the board entirely in technology and digital media, but in the space that we're playing in, uh, we find that there's more clients that are looking to enhance their services on on digital and social media platforms. Uh, More are now embracing things uh, that they thought that they would kick the can down the road. They're now trying to play catch-up. So... Yeah, it seems to be business as usual with, with more opportunities being thrown our way. Uh, well, with Facebook having announced that uh, they want to wrap up, you know, uh, business for, uh, well, support rather for small businesses and, of course, uh, the option for pages to charge for performances. Uh, would I be correct in, 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 in saying that uh, this stems from the many musicians because it looks like they've led the way in terms of performing virtually and people loving this? Yeah, I believe this this COVID-19 era we're living in right now and being in this fourth industrial revolution has changed the way a lot of us do business. You know, a lot of companies now, a lot of people work from home. Musicians now can't have live concerts as they used to before. So with social media and Facebook being the pioneers that they are, creating this platform for artists to still stay in touch with their fans and now also to start generating a profit of hosting concerts online. I think it's a great new feature, and I think it's going to open up a lot of new doors for up-and-coming artists as well. Rather than just getting a like and a share, there's going to be monetary benefits for them. Please help us understand the way Facebook would approach it. Obviously, small business is uh, top of mind. The idea of charging for performances, would that mean if, say, uh, Prime Circle want to perform virtually, they would create a situation where you could buy a voucher to log in and they could uh, get that money? Oh, how, how would that work? Yeah, so, so you know, Facebook made the announcement about rolling out this feature across your platforms, across all major 
a news sites as well as in Facebook's uh, corporate blog, they mentioned that this will be rolling out very, very soon. So based on the hints and points that they shared online, this will be running off people's or, or musicians or artists, for example's Facebook pages. Um, people will be able to just as how they press a button to show a like uh, and write a comment. There'll be simple features for them to donate funds. It hasn't specifically been mentioned how the funds will be loaded on their accounts. So it's also good to know that Facebook is also launching their own cryptocurrency. So this could also be a way for them to fast track that. So yeah, you'd be able to donate as well as receive little like hearts that in turn turn into cash. So the way it would work with this cryptocurrency would be I would probably have to create an account on Facebook and load my cryptocurrency. If Conrad is hosting a webinar for which I want to be part of, um, I can just load money to say I want to watch Conrad and exchange the cryptocurrency, which will be credited to your account. Yeah, no, you know, the, the, the crypto aspect that I mentioned is, is just could be uh, an opinion on, on, on one of the ways Facebook will allow you to make payments. Uh, currently, as as, fa- as a Facebook business user where we market brands, we get to load our credit card or, or debit or bank card information on the back end. So most likely that will also be a feature available to, to many people around the world, a lot of people that don't use crypto. So I believe that Facebook would most likely allow you to punch in your, your, your details or load your funds, kind of like how you would buy airtime. So uh. Sometimes you don't, you don't end up going out of hand on your spending as well. But uh, as soon as those features start rolling out, Amanda will definitely share it with, with you guys at SAM. How do you see the viability of this, though? Uh, could you just elaborate a bit more on that? Uh, in, in, in terms of people really getting onto it and uh, sustaining themselves, as it were, and you know, generating that much-needed uh, mm-hmm. revenue. Of course, of course. Look, it's going to be a, a brave new world for a lot of people. Uh, ways in which we would all generate our incomes before are, are changing, and it's about how now artists uh, need to be a lot more creative um, on the on the on the shows that they put together. You know, most likely they could look at doing collaborations with other artists, um, setting up their, their home studios for them to, to broadcast themselves, or even have a pre-recorded show. Uh, this is really changing the way we're doing work and business. Uh, it's not going to be, I don't think it's, it's going to be at least another year or so before we all are out in the masses uh, attending the concert live. So until then, artists that just generate a revenue from selling songs on maybe on iTunes or Spotify uh, or from or from online video ads, this is just an extra avenue for them. So it's going to take some time to ramp up, just as how everyone took time to embrace uh, having a Facebook page. Uh, and it's going to come down to how frequent are these artists making use of these platforms as well. So I would also expect artists to probably throw in some free concerts or some pre-shows just to entice their audiences. So it's going to be a lot more interesting to see how creative artists are going to be in this space. 21 minutes to far for chatting to the founder of Hashtag South Africa, Conrad Travis David, uh, talking about uh, that uh, option that uh, Facebook will provide for uh, performance to charge for the performances on Facebook. Now, uh, obviously, we've heard about Zoom and all its uh, interesting challenges and the mm-hmm. hacking and the like. Uh, do, do you think this feature by Facebook will be a step better than Zoom or they will be on the same level? 
you know, Facebook is, is showing publicly again that they are, you know, one of those leaders in the market space. If someone comes out with something, they try to embrace it on their platform. Zoom uh, has been a lot, has been, I've been using Zoom for quite some time and it's been used a lot in the corporate executive space. And seeing that Facebook is now wanting to roll that out on their platform, on their messenger app, it's going to, they already have a, a massive uh, online presence following. So I believe it's really going to be used more effectively and there's going to be a lot of random video calls, man, that you're probably going to be invited for in the future. Uh, some of us technophobes, it's going to take some schooling. We'll okay. rely on Khabu there to uh, give us the ABCs of that. <laughs> and and obviously, that uh, is going to be a game changer for live concerts because uh, the last time when you know virtual meetings were spoken about, people still said there is still room for um, actually actual concerts where people go into a venue and actually experience the performances live. Uh, how do you see that? Yeah, so, you know, with, with Facebook's new Zoom service, it's it's going to be filled with a lot more interesting aspects. So I know with Zoom, you have up to about 100 people that can that can join your, your video calls, um, and, you, and you also get about three, four, 40 minutes. Now with Facebook, Facebook also owns WhatsApp, they own Instagram, as well as a, a string of other small business applications. Having this feature is just going to uh, give Facebook more of that airtime for example. So it's going to allow more of the users to use their platform to share their information on it versus leaving it for another platform. So Facebook is really thrown in the muscle there to show how powerful they are. And uh, soon, Zoom will probably lose a lot of market share. Just based on the announcement that Facebook made about uh, the Zoom-like messenger, Zoom stock price dropped on the day of the announcement. So that already gives you an insight onto where the global markets are as well. So you would say perfect timing by Facebook and they stand to gain a lot? Of course, yeah. Market market leaders are always out there to, to crush the little guys. Now, the little guys in terms of using this to earn revenue, uh, do, do you think it's going to be user-friendly and cost-effective for them while they earn their revenue? So before Facebook makes any global announcements on any of these services, it's always beta tested, which means it's been in development, or even before development, it's been discussed at executive level, it's been piloted, it's probably even been tested in a few key countries by some quiet artist groups and individuals. So most importantly, the user experience is going to be uh, the most important factor, as well as understanding that not everyone has an iPhone or a special Android device. So all of these things are taken into consideration. What's really going to be, I know, essential is ensuring that data prices in our country needs to look at really reducing in order for many South Africans to support artists on these platforms. So it's something for us to look at as well in our country. Hmm. If, if you were to give advice uh, in this, in terms of uh, you know people that want to get in on the platform, what would you tell them? Well, just like every other social media account, you need to look at building your followers. Um, you have your Facebook business page, you have your Instagram accounts, uh, your Twitter accounts. So continue and start preparing to ramp up conversations. Look at uh, enticing your audiences. Probably pilot by start doing a series of videos. You know, Mondo, when I started Hashtag South Africa back in 2011, I started recording blog videos. 
with the main intention of showing, sharing the journey of the company over the years because I, we have a 2030 mindset and mandate and we've got 10 years to go. So along the way, all the videos that we've done, some of them haven't been great, some have been amazing, some have gotten tens of thousands of views, but it's about consistency. And artists need to remember that you need to be consistent. Even for the up-and-coming artists, you might maybe have five viewers or maybe just two viewers, but be consistent and know that it's the same as you. If you're a musician standing on the side of the road with a little box asking people to put money in your, in your, in your bucket and have that same mindset in place when it comes to digital media, start to get out there, start to grow, and day by day, you could be the next global big star. Soon you could be making hundreds of thousands of millions of, of dollars from your performances. Yeah. So it's, it's about remaining positive and being consistent. And when you're consistent, you show that you're someone that people can rely on. And uh, uh, yeah, lead from example. Speaking of uh, Zoom, um, compared to what uh, Facebook is about to offer, apparently the Facebook service will allow the users to host a meeting of uh, up to 50 people at once with no limitations, while the free version of Zoom only allows 100 people together, but uh, for a maximum of 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of tricky, isn't it? It's kind of... I think ha- having a, a Zoom a Zoom room with over 100 people together is is great, and I think with Facebook giving people that opportunity of uh, giving you 50 people to use with no limits is quite a nice competitive advantage. Uh, with Zoom, you've either got to have an online Zoom account um, for free access, or you got to download the app. The good thing is with Facebook, everyone already has a Facebook app on their phone. So it will literally be like a little button that, would, that they will press on the menu section or on the messenger app. So I believe Facebook is maximizing and understanding that we have, you know, literally half the planet on our platform. And uh, if we add a little feature, the, the, the nose of Zoom will, will fizzle away over time. But it comes down to uh, Facebook meeting the expectations like what Zoom has done. But coming back to what I said previously, Facebook would not launch something to the marketplace and to the world without doing proper tests to ensure that they have things in place. So I'm quite confident to see how it's going to roll out in these next few weeks. Sounds like Zoom is about to get a bloody nose here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what's a message from Sandy out in uh, Peter Marisberg? He says, Zoom data consumption, when you are downloading it, is hectic. He says, in two minutes, you lose at least about 300 megabytes. Is, is that the case? Yeah, so you've know, you got to be wise when you're using these video conferencing platforms. It's, it's HD. It uses a lot of data to send and receive. So always try to ensure that you're either on a Wi-Fi network have enough data loaded on your phone to last a 40-minute phone call. So uh, having data is just as important as having airtime these days. Sure. Yeah. No, Facebook seems to have uh, got it uh, worked out. And uh, any suggestions as to where people can go or any ideas for people just to get their head around before they make the decision to either go the Zoom way, stay the Zoom way, or go the Facebook way? You know, it, it comes down to the element of, of video conferencing. It's video messaging. Uh, Zoom and Facebook Messenger, these are just the platforms that have been created for people to use as mediums. Mm. So, you know, uh, coming back way before we see, or, or use Skype, or some of us are still using Skype, or, or yeah. some of us are part of 
video chat rooms on YouTube. So look at all the different options. Try them all out. With Zoom, it's literally a pay and use service. With Facebook, as well as with your Facebook pages, it's a platform for you to grow your following and, and be ongoing. And the good thing is, most likely, you'd be able to save and allow users to watch your shows later on. So I'm looking, really looking forward to see how Facebook is going to be rolling this out. Um, we're definitely going to be engaging with some of the South African artists here in, in South Africa, as well as in Africa, and assisting them how they can enhance their digital performances using these new features. So basically... Please continue. continue. Yeah, most importantly, I think the most important element here is to realize that this is the fourth industrial revolution rapidly taking a hold right now. And during this lockdown process around the world where a lot of businesses are starting to figure out how they can adapt, social and digital media are the platforms that are leading ahead in the innovation space, um, together with the medical industries out there in the world, of course. Yes, yes, absolutely. And hopefully the medical industry can, uh, you know, maximize usage of this because, I mean, we've seen challenges with uh, overcrowding. Um, at hospitals, at clinics, uh, particularly for people collecting chronic medication, having to spend so much time there and so forth. Hopefully that can be a thing of the past. True, true. We have to be very optimistic and most importantly, don't just be reliant, uh, people of South Africa, on letting the big players in the world invent solutions. I believe we as South Africans are very innovative people and if we can work together and create solutions, um, we can contribute to the global economy as well. So basically, this is an open market. It's up to you, the individual, to choose what works best for you and your budget and the kind of uh, clientele you service, and then you can choose one of these services. That's true, yeah. So coming back to artists, you know, uh, if you're an artist in the local, in South Africa or, or in a larger city in South Africa, you could now look at opening up yourselves to having a concert and having people from the likes of Indonesia or India or Los Angeles or Brazil log on and watch your show. So you could, you we now need to think as global citizens because that is what we are. And that is how we can also bring in the funds from around the world. So it's about being creative and the one, and it's the time of creativity to really stand out. And um, I wish all the artists in South Africa as well as around Africa all the best during these times as well. My producer, Kabu Maila underscore, is a photographer. She mm-hmm. exhibits and things like that. How best can she take advantage of this? So, she's a photographer. It's always good for her to share her content on the platforms. Uh, setting up an online store is mostly important as well. She could probably look at uh, having her products listed or images of her stuff listed, where she can offer print service. She'd be like, hey, if you like this image, um, here's an option for you to buy a poster or have it framed and it can be posted to you. I think a lot of South Africans and a lot of people in the creative space as well as basic business need to look at how can I embrace now that we're entering this lockdown level three, level two, level one coming soon of digital media, of e-commerce stores, of uh, generating extra revenue while we're trying to get back to normal. And I don't believe we're going to be getting back to normal anytime soon about how innovative we can be. So she can also set up in such a way that uh, if we want to view her latest work and photographs, we could uh, pay her and uh, we can sit at home and, uh, you know, watch the exhibition and uh, the pictures and the stories she's got to tell. 
Yeah, of course, of course. You know, she can uh, rock on a camera, set it up as a tripod to be like, to show people how she maybe develop some photographs or do some live paintings or maybe even have a live auction. Um, so the opportunities are endless and it's about how to remain uh, positive because it gives everyone a, a point of, of being in the spotlight right now. And they always got to understand that whenever they're starting, they're always going to start with that one follower, two followers, one view, two views. It's about not looking at that. It's about focusing on the message you want to share and the content that you put in out there. And yeah, in time, those numbers will always grow. Well, don't worry. I'll be the auction master. <laughs> I will the management uh, fee, of course, I'm sure. Uh, well, two percent, Kabul. Would that be okay? <laughs> yeah, I would. Ask, I would have asked for ten, but okay. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> so I can ask for ten. That's fantastic. Well, we'll negotiate. 2% will be fine. So for more information, Conrad, can people chat to you, you know, for, for, for advice and things like that as to how to yeah. make the best choices? Of course, of course. Look, uh, you know, during this lockdown, everyone's at home. They're more flexible to talk. So I'm available. You can Google hashtag South Africa or you can visit our website, hashtag SA.com. Um, we're available on all social media platforms. If you're on Twitter now, you can also uh, reply back to us. Um, SAFM who shared our details as well but we're out there to help and assist um, I also have access to an online course that I've created we have trained more than 20,000 people in South Africa and I'm willing to to share some access to individuals that want to learn social and digital media on their own so in an age of understanding it's about what type of knowledge we can learn and I believe to understand digital social media is going to be more, just as important as understanding English and maths Fantastic stuff. Conrad, always a pleasure having you with us. And thank you for the advice and for sharing. And keep on doing it because, uh, uh, as you say, things are never going to be the same. And we're going to be in this space for quite some time. And hopefully uh, people will come through and uh, ask for much-needed help. Thank you so much for joining us. And have a fabulous day. You as well, Take care, South Africa. Have a great morning. Lovely, thank you, Conrad uh, Travis uh, David, the owner of Hashtag South Africa. You can go to hashtagsouthafrica.com for more information. Six minutes uh, before it is five o'clock, and I'm absolutely bring us the news at five to kick off today's uh, first take SA with Elvis Presley.